DJ Dub. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our cities. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We did not authorize. 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 All right, let's do this damn thing. Welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. An exciting night we have for you. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. The water's warm. Let's just jump right in. Well, hold on a second. We got a couple of interviews lined up for you this evening. Also, too, I am going to point you to RadioHideout.com. A few updates already to the website, including a new poll. In case you did not hear last night, we have announced we are going to do the Hideout video game tournament. Yes. And the first tournament is going to be with the game EA MVP 2004. What you need to do to get into this is email us at JFKHideout at AOL.com. And we'll get a little bit more in depth as to how it's going to break down. And they should include their name, their age, and their phone number when they, they uh, email you to be part of this. Exactly. In addition to that, because we have decided EA MVP 2004 was the game that kind of got the whole idea started as we go, um, the new survey or the new poll, if you will, on RadioHideout.com is which type of game should be next in the Hideout video game tournament. You can choose from basketball, combat, football, or racing. So go to RadioHideout.com. Your, uh, your, your opinion actually matters. Yeah. So get there as well as it does on the phone. However... <clears throat> Uh, I said we have two interviews lined up. Let's jump right into the first one. Joining us on the phone, we see we've been doing something all week long here in the hideout with LFA and J-Dubs, in which, you know, we're new uh, to some of you listeners. The show has uh, been on five nights a week for, I guess, like two months now or something or other. I guess it's time to kind of uh, dig deep into our personal lives. We, 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 we term the show as Intelligent Entertainment Meets Reality Radio. Uh, it, it's usually neither one of those, yeah. but we try. And so we're getting into the reality radio part in that we want you to learn about us. We talked to my family last night. Now we're going to talk to Dubs' family. Joining us in the hideout, I would like to welcome his sister, Jessica. Jessica, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm outstanding. It's uh, it's so great to talk to you. Uh, I, I, unfortunately, I've been Dubs' best friend for I don't know, four years now, and yeah, I've yet that. I've yet to meet you. But uh, thank you for staying up late and coming into the hideout. Not a problem. So tell us, are you are you Dubs's older sister? Yes, older sister. By, let... about, by about a year and a half. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't think that was a question that was that dug deep. Well, I I, I would like to get okay, her comfortable, I, and I'm throwing the softball. What I'm going to do? I'm just going to step back. Okay. All right. Step away, J Dubs. <laughs> Tell me about your brother. What was it like growing up in Fowlerville, Michigan, with uh, with a little J-Dubs running around? Do you have any stories about him, some intricacies that maybe myself, his, you know, his partner and or, uh, you know, listeners uh, that you can share with us? 
Oh, do I. All right, give me a couple of those. Oh, goodness. I don't even know where to start. Um, let's see. Were there any stories about him as a child, or what was what was he like as a kid growing up? He was a real pain in the ass. How do you say that? Why would you say that? What did he do? Because that, to me, nothing's really changed. <laughs> How, what, what did he used to do? Oh, uh... Justin, uh, J-Dubs there was always, uh, uh, in the way. Now, now how many, how many brothers and sisters were all in the family? For most of the time, it was just us two. Just us two. Then we, we did get a little brother, uh, in 90, 92? Yeah, 92. So now, how, how much older are you than Dubs? About a year. Okay, so you guys went to high school at the same time in the whole thing? Yeah, we were in high school, yeah. Okay, I didn't know she was only a year older than Yeah, you. like a year, year and a half. A half or so. We were two grades apart, but about a year and a half. Now, when, when you guys were rolling around the halls of Fowlerville High School, was was he a cool kid? Was he the kid that most children aspired to hang out with, or was he more of a dork, if you will? I, I wouldn't go so far as a dork, but J-Dubs was... Uh... He, he was a goofball. He was a class clown. He, he was a little different. He was that, that kid you, uh, you love to hate. Yeah. You haven't changed at all, brother. Not a whole no, hell of a no, lot. He really hasn't. Not <laughs> at all. Now, let me ask you. He He's grown up. I mean, obviously, he went on to the uh, Specs Howard School of Broadcasting and uh, hasn't paid his bills yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're calling you every other day. And then uh, he eventually, you know, got in. Uh, tell him where I'm at. Got in with the skag shift, and now he's out here with us. Are you proud of him? I oh, mean, absolutely. What's there not to be proud of? I mean, you look at him. He's a star right now. He's it's a... pretty amazing, actually. I mean, you tell anybody, you know, J-Dubs is on the radio. He's in Washington, D.C. He's got a great radio show. And everyone goes, I never would have guessed. I never would have imagined. How, how dare they? When In the mock elections our senior year, I was uh, voted most likely to be the next Jerry Springer. Well, good for you. Thank you. <laughs> and you're well, There you go. And you're well on your way. <laughs> now, um, so what What do you, tell me about you. Um, well, hold on, let, before we get into you, let's learn a little bit more about J-Dub okay. as well. Um, so he was a good kid growing up for the most part. Was he, Would you say he's a good little brother? Eh, we hated each other. Overall, he was a good little brother. He was the the normal little brother. Now, did you ever have to hit him, or did oh, he yeah. ever hit you, or anything? Oh, yeah. Then tell me about that. We, we were we were quite the fighters for a while. You guys would always smack each other, or what? Well, not really smack each other, but we were pretty good at yelling at but each other. There was a couple of punches exchanged. Yeah, there were some punches thrown. Some. Uh, I think I'm probably spit at him a time or two. Yeah, I got spit at. Yeah, and fairly recently, actually. But you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Whoa, wait a Christmas. What? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What happened? What happened at Christmas, Dubs? Uh, her and my mom were fighting over something. I can't. I seriously can't remember what the subject was. Mm -hmm. I stepped in, tried to be the middleman. I get spit in the face. <laughs> I snapped. What did you do? I was in her face, just pointing. I mean, it's been. Years since anybody's even thought about spitting me, at me at all. Well, I still have have the courage. And uh, why didn't you? You're just, backing down. Why didn't you just lay her out right there? You're a spunkadelic all-star, Dubs. Yeah. What, what happened? I'm not gonna punch my sister. Yeah, I'm, I'm 23 years old. I'm not gonna punch my sister. You know. I thought it was I, gonna be very. I I know that I could go to jail for. It. That's what I know. <laughs> 
Now, um, just because it is radio, I mean, you know, we we know what Dubs looks like. What do you look like, uh, Dubs' sister? What do I look like? Uh, blonde hair, blue eyes. I, I don't look too much different from yeah. J-Dubs. Yeah, we look basically the same. Are you? Do you really? Yeah. You got the long goatee? <laughs> I, I shaved mine off. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand how that goes. <laughs> Um, so Dubs, apparently, your relationship with your mother, how was it, Dubs? We were, uh, we were close. Me and my mom were pretty close, but, um, you know, it was the lack of dad that made me closer to my mom. Mm -hmm. And now I seem to be more distant from my mom and closer to my dad. It's kind of a strange situation. I've, I've, I've been there. I've been there with separated parents. It's the same thing. Where, yeah. You know, you when you're close to one and then you're away from the other, and then you, you need to switch off. Yeah. And this really is kind of like that pretty much the rest of your life. What about you, Dubs' sister? What was your relationship like with mom? I mean, you're getting in fight over Christmas, right? Oh, yeah. We, we fought a lot. I think it was... Uh... It's hard to have uh, two strong females in the house. I was, I was daddy's girl, and there, there were there were knockdown, drag out brawls with these two. Yeah, well, seriously, like, and you were a brat. You were estrogen in the house. Yeah, I was a brat. I, I remember a couple times in public, you would sit down and wouldn't move, and mom would be yelling at you. You'd be yelling back. Both of you guys would be crying. It was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever witnessed. Now, Dubs... I don't deny that I was a little bit of a brat. Now, this makes a lot of sense, Dubs, because in knowing you and your relationship, you have gravitated completely to a strong-willed woman. Yeah. And I guess it's because you grew up with two very strong-willed women. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm very passive, too. Now are you? That's, that's part of it, too, because both these guys are so aggressive, I kind of became passive. And, in fact, you hate confrontation. Yeah, I hate confrontation. A lot of times, I have to get involved for you. Yeah, you have to fight my fight sometimes. And was he like that as a kid? Did you Thank ever... Thank God one of them's over. Yeah, yeah, he's always been like that. He's never... Uh... Have fun in North Carolina. <laughs> he's. Uh, I'm sorry, what? He's always been like that? Yeah, he's always been like that. Hmm. Did you ever have to defend him because you guys were in the same, like, you would go to the same school? Did you know, you... we were totally opposites, I think, when, when we were in school. He was, uh, you know, our teachers didn't even hardly know we were brother and sister. Yeah, well, the thing about Jessica, she was really good in school, you mm -hmm. know, really good. I was, like, the, the worst student. Like, I, I, I got along with most of my teachers. There's a few of them I had uh, confrontations with. Few, yeah. But... You know, for the most part, I wasn't a good mark student. Like, I didn't get the great marks. But I was into sports and... Uh, what, do you, what, what sports did you play? I, I was a cheerleader. Oh, were you? Were you top of the pyramid or bottom of the pyramid? bottom of the pyramid. Okay. But, uh, you know... I was into sports, too. Good. We went to states quite a few times and... Did you play guitar? Did I play guitar? No. Yeah. No. I played piano. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Now, did you ever realize that Dubs is shaped like a guitar? Yeah, he he's a little awkward, isn't he? Yeah, I have a spare tire, as he used to say. Yeah. Now, you aren't shaped like a guitar, are you? I, I wouldn't really say so, no. Okay, good. Nope. I am feeling better about this interview already. <laughs> uh, again, it's the hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Uh, we have the special phone line tapped to Fowlerville, Michigan, as we talk to Dubs's sister, Jessica. As we get to know the hideout, we did it with my family yesterday. We're talking to Dubs's family today. Now, Dubs, you're involved with a, with, with an outstanding girl, mm -hmm. and you have an outstanding relationship. 
What about you, Jessica? What's your what's your relationship like? You seen anybody? Oh, I'm married. Yeah? Going on six years. Six years? No. So you must have met him pretty young, though, right? Because I if you and Doug... when I got married, yep. How old? Eighteen. Now, how'd you meet your husband? Because I know that Dubs met his chick via... You guys were at a party or something, right? It was a radio uh, station function, yeah. Okay, what about you, Jessica? Cause... Uh, <laughs> via Internet. Oh, did you really? Huh. Yeah. Was, now, was it com? No. What kind of Internet? It, it was a talker chat room. And this was back, what, in like 98 or something? 97. Wow, so you met your dude... In '97 on the internet, because the internet wasn't it wasn't flourishing at that time. So you were probably one of the big thing. It was kind of you know everyone thought it was creepy and was it? Now, tell me how did it how did it happen? This uh, you, you guys just met? Was he did he live in town or what happened? He lived in Massachusetts. Oh really? And uh, I was still in high school, and he came out to meet me, and he stayed with us. And then I graduated that summer, and at the end of the summer, I moved to Massachusetts, and I lived there up until last April. We moved back to Michigan. Now, you were still in high school. Was he a high school kid, too, or no? No, he had graduated. He's two years older than me. Oh, so he moved from Michigan, or he moved from Massachusetts out to... To, to Michigan. To be with you. Yeah. And he lived with you? Mm-hmm. How did that happen? I don't know. Kind of creepy, isn't it? I, mean, I don't know about... The weird thing is... I don't, I don't know if mom knew, but I definitely didn't know until maybe the day before that your husband, husband-to-be, was showing up to uh, stay with us. Did mom know about that before? Uh, and he was coming? Yeah. Uh, you, to be completely honest, I don't remember. I think so. I, didn't, I don't think... Uh, she handled it really well if she didn't. Yeah. But I, I don't remember I knowing. Let my daughter do it, I'll tell you that, but you know. You wouldn't let your daughter do it? Let some stranger move into my house? No. All right. So, what do you think about your mom then? That she let she let a, a guy that was two years older move in with her her high school age daughter. Yeah. Not not only this guy, but his friend too. His friend. Oh, what was his friend's name? Uh, a meatball. <laughs> a meatball. Okay. <laughs> uh, what does your husband look like? My husband. He's a big guy, six three. Really. Dark hair. Name's Jed. 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 Jed and Jessica, look at you guys. Now, how's your daughter doing? She's very good. Yeah, how old is she now? Six years old. She, uh, what's she doing in school and stuff? She play any sports or anything? Yeah, she plays soccer, and uh, she'll be in first grade this fall. Is she a cheerleader? Not yet. You think she's going to be? Heck yeah. Is she going to be top of the pyramid or bottom of the pyramid? Oh, probably bottom. Oh, really? She a big girl? Toughy. Oh, is she? She a husky, is that what you said? A little toughy. Oh, toughy, I'm oh. sorry. Hey, did Dubs wear Huskies when he was growing up? I think maybe he did. Well, when I was really young, I was fat. But I thinned out then probably he through... And he got really lanky. You know, he reminded me of Gumby. Like, his arms were too long. I was I was as tall as I am now and uh, 145 for a little bit. Yeah, he was pretty lanky and Gumby-ish. What happened? You put on 80 pounds. Disgusting. At least. Well, I, I, well, no, not only 80 pounds now, but for a while, I was up to like 270. Hmm. Oh, would you and Dubs fight over food? Fight over food? Yeah. I don't know. Did we? I don't think we fought over food. I know you fought with uh, mom a few times. There wasn't the food you liked in the house. Yeah, I, like I said, I was brat. I'm not going to deny it. It's Dubs' sister, Jessica, in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK, getting to know the family. Did Dubs ever hit on you? <laughs> I, I don't think so. No? Did, <laughs> what kind of question is that? I don't know. It's Fowlerville. You tried to sneak that in there. Good Lord. <laughs> I was just wondering what happened. 
No, no. Okay. So that, but you guys, you probably, you probably saw each other like naked and stuff, though, right? I don't know. You never saw each other naked? Maybe when we were four. Mm. I don't know. You used to walk around outside the shower naked every once in a while. You'd come out of the shower, you'd walk around naked. You and Mom would do it both. I don't remember. It could be. Yeah. Do you still do that now or no? Yeah, now that I live with my family, yeah. What the heck? Just walking around nude. I love it. And all those acres of Fowlerville Farms. I'll be, I'll be home, you know, alone, and I won't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm too ashamed. Did Dubs have any girlfriends in high school? No, not that I'm aware of. Nope, not till after but high school. The one he's got now is the first one I ever knew of. I believe that's the first one he's ever had. Yeah. <laughs> no. me. No, I no. think well, about it. he did it. have one girlfriend, actually. I don't remember. Uh, BJ? Yeah. <laughs> I curious BJ. That's... Yeah, yeah, I think they were pretty close. Well, no, we, we, that, that is true. That. We were very, very close. Actually, there were rumors that we were gay. Well, his name was By Curious BJ, so you would think. Yeah. I mean, I think it was pretty obvious there. And the list he talks with, I mean, I'm not blaming anybody for drawing a line from point A to point B. Right. It wasn't there. Yeah, they were a little creepy together. Hmm. They had a we, no, we had chemistry. Like me and Hefe have now. We had chemistry. Yeah, that's the thing that I wonder about, though, because Dubs is labeled as somewhat of a homo... A homo person, homoerotic, if you would. Did he ever have those tendencies growing up as a child? Uh, you know, I really didn't make the gay jokes when I was younger. No, he really didn't. And uh, now I'm uh, now I love him. Yeah, that's all he does. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. He's building he my husband a sweater with a matching hat for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> he said that that was what was the word, J Dubs? Fresh. That was a metrosexual thing to be wearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how I bought a bunch of those things. I was wearing them all winter long. You, uh, you guys string up metrosexuals in Fowlerville, right? Yeah. You, you won't even have that. No, no, no that, way. That's too wrong to possibly being Mo. I wonder if there are any other questions that I have for your sister Jessica. I think I, I'm just so fascinated that you had one of the original. Um, marriages, if you will, via the internet, and it's worked out great, huh? It's worked out pretty good. I mean, we've definitely had our ups and downs, but every marriage does, so it's it's still going. And you ever uh, you ever looking for some side action? Dubs has my number. I got you. All right. I, hey, <laughs> do something for a second. I want you to talk sexy to me while Dubs listens. No, come on, dude. <laughs> Just real, real quick. Come on, Jessica. Just go like, ahead. I'm not. I don't have my headphones on now. I'm not kidding, Dubs. I'm not kidding. Put the headphones on. No. Put the headphones on. Jessica, you don't ever, you don't have to make it real hardcore, but say, Oh, Hefe, you feel so good. Oh, Hefe, you feel so good. Oh, <laughs> That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. Um, all right. Say, all right. Do you just, come into the bill sometime to, to visit? You know, we've been talking about, actually sometime soon, but I don't think that I have the, uh, the time off. I uh, I I want to come. I want to come to the Ville. I want to do a show from Big Cheese Pizza. Why don't you go to the Ville? I stay here. No, you. We're all getting together with your family. Little family reunion on Hibbert Street. All of us, J Dubs. So I I also um, read recently that he's the self-proclaimed king of Hibbert Street. Yeah, he's. Uh, you, yep. Really. You can find that on RadioHideout.com. Yeah, I think I read that. Hey, you emailed us calling him something. What did you call him? 
Uh, a renob? A renob? What is that? Read it backwards. Oh. Yeah, that's old school. <laughs> so you did see him naked then, huh? I don't know. <laughs> you, saw him, you saw him rolling around like that. The giant one. After, uh, what you say? <laughs> did you say the giant one? <laughs> Jesus, Dubs, the secret's out. <laughs> I like this chick. She see, hey, say it one more time. Say... Oh, Hefe, you feel so good. Oh, Hefe, you feel so good. Oh, all right, isolate that, and I want that played every three seconds. <laughs> hey, have you ever made out with another chick? Me? Yeah. Uh, no. All right, I figured you meet people on the Internet, you may be into that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not your normal chick, so. Now, let me uh, going just one more thing, and then we'll let you go, okay? Okay. Um, so, uh, again, I'm kind of stuck on this Internet marriage thing. Uh, the guy that met you uh, on the Internet, he moved to Michigan, he stayed with you guys. Mm -hmm. How long had you been chatting with him before, like, you met him? Three months. Three months you guys have been chatting on the, uh, the like, on CompuServe or whatever it was, CompUSA. Yeah, something. Um, prodigy. Um, like, how long after you first, what was it like when you first met him? Did you look at him and say, this guy's the one? You know, I never even saw a picture of him. But no, but now when you met him though, when you finally saw him, yeah, you were like, it was like instant, almost love at first sight. Even though you guys have been chatting for a long time. Yeah, you know it was weird because he's not what I had uh, pictured myself with necessarily. When I picture him as my type of guy, mm -hmm. but I already loved him. It didn't matter what he looked like. So. So if you already had all that set, how soon after you guys met for the first time did you guys end up doing it? Oh, it was um, within a day, I think. <laughs> You know what? It was within minutes. I, I you know, because me and BJ, me and BJ were over there that day, and right when he walks through, they walk right upstairs. Yeah, but door shut. They go to work that day. It wasn't right away. It was. Yeah. It was a quickie. No, well, maybe they were just getting to know each other. Yeah, when you get to know each other, you don't hear the bed clanking. Oh come on! <laughs> a little, uh, maybe just petting. Um, <laughs> all right, hold on a second. Did you guys have cyber sex, you and your dude? No. Okay, good. Yeah, you seem like a good girl. I don't no, think you'd be into that. We didn't have. Uh, we didn't have internet at home. Yeah. So oh. you did it during you uh you uh talked to him during uh, school, right? During when you were uh, when you were teacher aide. Yeah, I uh, I had my teacher wrapped around my finger and pretty much did whatever I wanted for. That's great. Hey, like, a couple more things. I smoked weed with him. Have you ever noticed that Dubs has puffy nipples? Yeah, you have the They're funky, aren't they? I'm I'm messed up. Do you have the yeah. same? You get the same thing going? No. I don't think anybody in my family does. I gotta I gotta see this to prove it. I got it. good tatas. All right, <laughs> you got good tatas. <laughs> Interview's over. No, it's not. Right. All right. Here, I want you to say a couple more things, okay? Oh no. Right, it's okay. These aren't actually that bad. I want you to say Fargo is my favorite town. Fargo is my favorite town. Okay. The other thing I want you to say... <laughs> What's wrong with you, doves? Here's the other thing I want you to say. I, I play on a men's baseball team, and our battle cry is Bow Wow News Hounds, and your sexiest voice say Bow Wow News Hounds. <laughs> I know it sounds funky, but doves hates it too, but please say it. Bow Wow News Hounds. Bow Wow News Hounds. One like more dog. One more Wait, time. News Hounds? Yeah, yeah, News Hounds. Okay. Bow wow, new sounds. Sexy. <laughs> Goddamn, that's sexy. Yeah. And she has nice tatas, dubs.
right, we're, oh yeah, they're great. Right, we gotta cut. The, we gotta. We, you, uh, Jessica, Dubs' sister, has been amazing. You have been amazing. I want you to say uh, we're gonna go out on this. We got another interview coming up next, J Dubs. It's jam packed show. We got prizes to give away. The whole thing. From now on, the out cue on the show is, "Oh well, Hefe, you feel so good." Say that, and we're gonna go to commercial break, Jessica. Oh, Hefe, you feel so good. The Hideout, featuring L. Hefe and J. Dubs. Give me a rusty hanger. I'm going to pour the a-hole right out of you. The Hideout. Hideout. The whole point of the show is that it's reality radio means intelligent entertainment. It has to start somewhere. Reality radio has to start sometime. It means intelligent entertainment. What better place than here? Okay, What better time than now? Well, we just did the reality radio. Yeah. Meeting J-Dubs' sister. God. Uh, epic. Slap themselves a tongue for that one. Did you have fun? I had a blast. And apparently we have clips that we can play over and over again. Yeah, good. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you played along, too. That was fun. <laughs> and, in fact, I want to debrief the whole thing. Maybe we'll pick that up at midnight. Because there's some stuff that I just want to talk about, you and your sister, Yeah. if we get the chance. Yeah. Fun. I'm looking forward to that, talk. You, you were so uncomfortable. Yeah. By the way, it is the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I'm still not really too comfortable. That is J-Dubs. I am El Jefe. And um, like we said, we try to do the show as intelligent entertainment meets reality radio. Uh, we did the other part. Now let's do a little intelligent entertainment. Dubs, how do you get uh, how do you get ready in the morning? Like, what all do you do? I wake up. I uh, jump into the shower. You know, um, you want me to get specific with it? I mean, do you use a lot of products? I know. Uh, yeah. I, well, I, not a lot of them. I use uh, zest, soap. Ah, and I, on the high end, are yeah, you? And then I use the uh, the uh, uh, Old Spice High Endurance. Uh, Pure Sport body wash. And that's after you wash your hair with the giant uh, soap. No. No, I don't wash my hair with giant. I wash my hair with uh, herbal essences. Look at you. Good yeah. for you, man. Moving up in the world. By the way. I always do the moaning, too. How uncomfortable was it when I was over at your place today and your chick started hitting on me? <laughs> she didn't start hitting on you. She was like, wow, you look great. You're all slender. She gave you a compliment. I gave you a compliment. That she said you were losing weight because she hears you on the, on the air always talking about it. And she figures, you know, someone needs to, you know, back you up on you. You're going to kill yourself. She was right. I am losing weight. <laughs> and, uh, in fact, I do everything possible to get myself ready uh, to go because it's a radio show and I feel like I have to look good. We have the website. I will uh, wash my hair with the Pantene Pro-V. You don't have hair. Then um, I still wash my scalp. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I want to use soap. I feel like I should use something, and then, but I don't use a lot. I use the Irish Spring uh, Ice Blast. My uh, deodorant is the Degree Shower Clean. I put on Obsession Cologne. Uh, I use the Listerine Citrus and uh, the Crest Whitening like uh, toothpaste, like the Fresh Mint. So you, you realize that you go through your whole day. Yeah. And you use all of these products. All these I mean, chemicals. You know, all these things that you're putting on your body, in your body, you know, to cover up odors or make yourself, quote, unquote, clean. Some, some people put more in their body, don't they, Bateman? Yeah, Bateman constantly smelling like caress. He's always smelling exactly like soap. 
Um, I took a shower and then I worked out and I haven't done anything since then except brush my teeth. And somehow, do you carry the soap in your pocket or what happens? No, I carry something else. One thing I want to talk about later too is this opening that I think I'll... I think Bateman would be perfect for. Okay, well we'll get into that. Well, Bateman actually found an article that he passed along to me uh, that was reading in today's Washington Post about an organization called Environmental Working Group. The website is ewg.org. And joining us in the hideout, and we appreciate her staying up so late, from that organization is Lauren Sutcher. Lauren, welcome uh, on to WJFK. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. This article was spooky because I just I went through everything that I used to get ready in the morning, and then I read the article about you guys doing what was called the Skin Deep Study. What was this? That's correct. We reviewed all of the ingredients that are found in 7,500 personal care products. So everything from the zest soap that you guys mentioned to the Crest and the Listerine and the deodorants and shampoos that all of us use every day. And basically put a list on our website of what ingredients in those products have been tested, what ones haven't. So you can get on our website and look up, for example, okay, my Old Spice deodorant gets a safety score of you know, X between 1 and 10 or between 0 and 10. And you can find out what chemicals, basically, what are you putting on your body every day? And in, in this test, 10 is the worst. That's correct. How did you How did you come up with, I mean, I know, there. I mean, reading the article, I even got lost. I was, <laughs> wow, there's a lot of science stuff in this. Yeah. But for the most part, like, how did you put together what, what got what ranking or what number? Basically, there are several government uh, institutions, both in the United States and abroad, that, obviously produce peer-reviewed literature that study all these chemicals and so on. And, of course, the companies that make these products do their own studies, too. So we compiled everything that's known and been published about all these different chemicals and then ranked them among, like, different variables. Which, for example, something that causes cancer was worse in our book, in our rating system, right? Yeah. Than something that makes your skin itch. So we just ranked, you know, again, health effects by most hazardous to least hazardous and came up with a score for each product. Now, what were you looking to accomplish by doing all that? <laughs> Two things. That's a good question. One was to let consumers know. Basically, again, it, it, you know, it's pretty interesting that you can look up your soap or your shampoo and find out what's going on with that product and, and what health effects might be linked up to it. But also to say to the federal government, hey, knock, knock kind of who's minding the store. I think all of us assume, right, if we go down the, the aisles of Rite Aid, that everything on those shelves has been safety assessed. Well, that's not the case. Now, Lauren, um, these things are all household products. Have, have like, uh, any deodorant ever caused cancer? Well, that's, it's impossible to know. Really, you know, if again, we're not trying to say with this investigation that you know your face cream is going to kill you. That's not the case at all. Mm -hmm. The point is just how come we don't know? I, I so I understand, which is kind of like with like the FDA, where they've got to regulate the foods and the drugs. Your people are putting on. I mean, it's not only what you put into your body, like in the food and stuff, but also maybe what you're putting on your body. Exactly. All right, I, I think I understand what we, you're doing with this. You know, this. the law that governs this stuff is called the Food, Drug, and Cosmetics Act. Interestingly, we regulate food and drugs really carefully, right? Tests, la la la, laboratories, white coats, you name it. Cosmetics, not so much. Okay, yeah, and why is that? Why? What, what do you do? You be thinking just because it's seen as a 
maybe uh, something extra, if you would, that, you know, it's kind of at your own risk or what? Well, you know, people do think when I say the word cosmetics, they probably think lipstick and mascara and those, you know, quote, girly products. Mm-hmm. But it isn't. It is the soap that we're all using every day and the shampoo. I heard your list, and, you know, most of those products are in our database. So in fact, they are. Um, yeah. I, I looked up all the numbers. What's your safety score? Okay, here's here we're going <laughs> to... We're talking to Lauren uh, Sucher from the Environmental Working Group. Uh, the website is... Is ewg.org, and can you go there and we can look all this stuff up? That's correct, yeah. The website's right there. It's called Skin Deep, and there's two parts. You can read about cancer and impurities and health effects, or you can just click on the products you use. Now, Dubs, you would say that I'm a hypochondriac. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe that. However, I'm starting to get a little worried. <laughs> I know you are. I look at this. Pantene Pro-V. That gets a 6.7. That's mm-hmm. not bad. It doesn't seem so bad. I'm very happy with my Irish Spring Ice Blast. That gets a 3.6. The Obsession that I wear gets a 2.9. Listerine, a 5.5. The Crest uh, thing is a 6.8. And the the thing that kind of worries me a little bit is the Degree Shower Clean, which is a 6.7. But I have a lot of, like, in the 6 ranges. That doesn't seem too bad, does it? Actually, no. My product, I did my own products, and I came up like a 7.9. So you're, you're slightly, I don't know how you picked your products, but they, they seem to have less health risks associated with them. That's good. I'm well educated. I don't know if you know that one. <laughs> and, and his uh, weight is a health risk enough, so he doesn't have to, you know, yeah. off a day with uh, anything he puts on him. Now, tell me what you're trying to almost accomplish with this. I mean, I, I still don't understand because what it looks like you're trying to accomplish is you want a bunch of smelly, uh, dirty people walking <laughs> around because they're all afraid to use these uh, cancer sticks. Absolutely not. No, we still want people to smell good when they're taking the metro to work tomorrow. Right. Definitely. <laughs> it's a humid. It's a humid city we live in. No, we want people to a look. It's your choice to use this information or not use this information. Some people are going to say, hey. I don't care. You know, it's, I, I'm stuck with my degree, shower, gel. I like it. I'm going to keep using it. But if you, you know, for people that are concerned or that want to make choices that, that have lower health risks, that's great. You know, one in two men in this country is going to get cancer in his lifetime. One in three women. We can't prove that, it, again, it's not your soap or your shampoo that's doing it, but do you want to lessen your risk? It's up to you. Now, uh, tell me how bad my uh, cologne is. My my cologne is cigarette smoke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's a very good point. This is not in that... In that level of concern, definitely in, not. In fact, Dubs, I'm at your place today. With, with between you and your chick, I feel like I'm uh, at Whitlow's on Wilson Street. It's just like a goddamn bar in there. So much, like I feel like I wanted to go put on more obsession and double it up, moving me from a 2.9 up to uh, nearly a six because all the cigarette smoke. Now, Bateman, our producer, says his shampoo is an 8.9. Does that mean he's dying soon? <laughs> Well, that means he might want to look on our, on the website because right after the health risks that he read alongside that 8.9, there was a list of quote-unquote better bets, other choices you may want to make. So, again, it's a personal choice. We're also telling the... One of them was suicide. Yeah. yeah well... We're hoping. <laughs> I think there's a phone number for that, too, though. Nah, don't there's give it There's a hotline. But the thing we're also saying to the federal government is, hey, you guys, knock, knock, let's take a look at this. 
you know, every, we all, you know, all these industries and the federal government looks at chemicals one at a time. But, you know, the average adult is putting on 126 chemicals before they walk out the door. Who's looking at the, the composite risk, if you will? Who's looking Hello, out Riley? for you? Exactly. Whoops, and we'll go for the same joke. Again, it's uh, Lauren Sucher. The uh, website is ewg.org, the environmental working group. Now, let's be honest. Like, we're, we're open-minded dudes. In fact, we got yelled at yesterday for being, quote, liberal homos. Um, but at the same time, you get a lot of people yelling at you saying this is, you know, this is environmental stuff, like companies coming at you, like a Procter & Gamble being like, God damn it, keep all this sure. on the down low. Yeah, they, they love to hate us, definitely. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they have issued numerous press releases and stated that we're one of those wacky, tree-hugging liberal groups. And, and you are. Well, but it's okay. Technically speaking, we're nonpartisan. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah, come on. We know we know which but, side we're on the good side. <laughs> but again, the idea is who's watching out. If, mm -hmm. You know, I think none of us obviously wants Big Brother over our shoulder, but at the same time, I think we all want to feel like if we walk down the supermarket aisle, like the stuff in there has been approved and checked out. Like somebody with a white coat that's smarter than you or I, well, maybe smarter than me, not you guys, right? No, we're stupid. Go somebody, <laughs> that somebody approved, you know, the stuff that's in my shampoo that I use every day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use that shampoo for another 60 years, knock on what, you know, hopefully. Yeah. And I just want to know that somebody has said that it's okay. I hear you. Now, Johnny Punani just walked in the room. I want to know how dangerous it is to wear fat girl. <laughs> That's what he does. That's his scent. Um, all right, so now people are... A couple of things that I did want to ask you, uh, Lauren. I'm, on the, I'm along the same wavelength, because when you think about... Like, I, uh, I took anthropology at Texas Tech University, mm -hmm. and our, our anthropology uh, professor was like, deodorant's the worst thing for you. Because you're basically putting it on to clog up your pores so that you don't sweat. When it, when it really comes down to it, it really looks... It's, it, a lot of these seem really bad, even though I guess they're trying to make you uh, smell better or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Dumps? Well, the, the thing we used to do in wrestling when we wanted to cut weight quick in one day, we wouldn't wear deodorant so we'd sweat more, you mm -hmm. know, and get everything worked out. So, I mean, yeah, it clogs your pores and you don't sweat as much, and it, it kind of... It is... Totally unnatural. Uh, my bad monkey says this reminds me of the Joker's evil plot in the first Batman movie, and the different combinations of the products could kill you. Is that what this True. is? <laughs> the newscasters they put the thing on, they look up, and they got the big Joker smile on their face. Well, I I agree that if nothing else, because I think what you guys at the Environmental Working Group are basically saying, hey, get an understanding of what it is exactly that you're putting on your body, and you know, the government should probably at least try to, to pretend like they're interested in the stuff that's going out over, you know, over the counter. Now, tell me if this is up your alley. Um, what about, like, lubricants and stuff used in, uh, in you know, in the bedroom? Activities. Did you guys get into that well, I have to say, I don't think any any of those types of products appear in our database. I no. think we, we kept it pretty much above board. Because, okay. because you, you think that that might be a dangerous thing as well, uh, you know, because that's going internal, too. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem natural. Okay. Well, look at, you know, you're putting skin cream on your skin or even, you know, chapstick on your lips. You're putting stuff all over the place all the time. Mm -hmm. So I don't know that that... You know, me a little less often lately, but I understand. <laughs> um, shaving stuff. Uh, somebody joker asked me about the shaving stuff, and yeah, that's also on there too. Go to. I wish I had the exact 
the exact, um, maybe we can put a link up on our website, radiohideout.com. Hold on, maybe I have the exact, I'm going to give it out. It's ewg.org slash reports slash skin deep. You got it better than I do. And I was at, I was on this all day today, like going through when we were looking up what it was that we put onto our bodies, just seeing where everything ranks. And I, I got to be honest, I felt, you know, I felt better that, you know, I'm only getting up to like a 6.8 or something. But like the um, apparently the the hair dyes is like really Ooh, really the hair bad. dyes are from a health standpoint that's scary stuff that is putting basically cancer causing known cancer causing chemicals right on your head to get absorbed right into your scalp. That's I'm gonna dip my cigarettes in that from now on. That's not good. <laughs> that's the way J Dubs lives. He's on the edge. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I'm kind of I I think we're overpopulated. So on one stand, I I could care less if people are dying from it. But on the other stand too, I can understand where you would think, hey, you got to know what you're putting onto your body. You got time for a couple of questions, real quick? Sure. All right, cool. Uh, again, it's Lauren Suture from. The environmental, I lost my page, the Envi environmental working group, is that right? That's right. EWG.org. Um, Mantan, you're in the hideout on JFK. How you guys doing? What's hey, up, Ron, bro? I got a question for you. Back in the day when they used to do animal testing and everything, I understand they don't do it anymore, am I correct? Well, some companies don't do it, some still do. There's no, to my understanding, there's no law. It's just that some companies say we don't do it for PR reasons. Mm -hmm. well, well, my question is, how, how, do, you, how do they equate like a monkey screaming because it's got uh, mascara on his eyeball. To, I mean, just because the monkey screams doesn't mean it's not good enough for my girl, am I right? Well, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand that. So thank you, man, Dad. Oh, we're trying. I think I got it. I don't, I, I don't. But if you if you can discern a question from that, Lauren, go ahead. By that, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're all lost. I'm not no, sure. I'm, what I'm that right man. with them. And if you understand, a monkey screaming. John, I get it. Johnny, you had a question? No, not so much a question, but Lauren, you just have to forgive the listeners. I mean, this this is way, way too intelligent for someone. But again, it's, I'm glad that you're looking out for us. One well, more, thanks. One more call. Selson Blue, you're in the hideout. Hello, Atlanta and J Dubs. What do you want? I've got a very important question for your guest. Yeah. Okay. Hi, guest lady. What do you feel about man made All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lauren. I really am. I mean, God damn it. It's the late night crowd. It is. It is. And I think, if nothing but else... That's a good question. What do you feel No, like no, she doesn't. She's not obligated to answer She's not obligated, but she can... No, she's, she's not. She's not gonna. No, she's not gonna. Hey, I appreciate you being a sport and coming Rub on it in. here. And I appreciate you um, doing this work. Again, the Environmental Working Group, EWG.org. Uh, Lauren Suture, thank you so much, all right? Thank you. All right, baby. We'll talk to you. Bye. Bye-bye. She sounded so hot. And I know you guys wanted me to ask her, but I, you got to understand, if we're going to occasionally get a decent guest, man-made. Well, why not? Just give it, throw it out there. See what you think. She did sound fun. Yeah. Hey, Bateman, call her back and tell her. I am uh, protein. Call her back and tell her thank you, and we'd love to check in with her again and um, um, ask, her, ask her for a number. And ask her how it went. Yeah. Do all that. All right. Since you're in the hideout on JFK. And I was actually, I had a question for a homegirl. She already left, right? Yeah, she already left. Yeah. What was so the I, thing? There was this uh, this crystal, uh, like it's, it's called a Thai crystal, mm -hmm. and it's actually supposed to absorb, like, smell, but it doesn't. Oh, yeah. In essence, it's like a salt, and it kills all the bacteria under your armpits. Yeah, I, I, I tried to use it before, but it, it didn't work that well. Really? Oh, boy, but look who you're putting it on, man. You, like, ha, dog. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> exactly. You're I mean, big fan. 
<laughs> All right. Well, let's take a commercial break. I learned something. You know what I learned? What? Too many nonprofits. There are too many nonprofits in this world. Yeah, there really are. They get bored. You no, know? But you know what? No, honestly, I think she's doing good work. Yeah, I, she's, that, but think about how much time that took to put that database together. But again, at the same time, I appreciate that. Because when you, when you think about the fact that the FDA regulates the food and the drugs that go into your body, and we have no idea of what it is that we're putting onto our body. You think about, like, cancer. And how, like she said, one in two dudes, one in three women, and how it's running rampant. You would figure it has to do with something with the fact of all the stuff that you're putting onto yourself. Of course, but it's amazing we live as long as we do. Cherish it. But think about in the Bible, they listen, they live to a thousand. You know? It never happened. Yes, it did. No one lived to a Noah thousand. Was, Noah was like 800 years old, and you can't tell me that didn't happen. I can't tell you that, I guess. I hey, just can't. Where is that ark? How come they can't find an ark? It's in uh, whatever mountain. What was that? Where was it? In Indiana Jones. Do you know Panani? Uh, I guess they have, there's a uh, there's a website somewhere that has uh, satellite taking photos of it. In uh, where is it? Mount Arabat. Yeah. I want to go there. You think we could broadcast from there with all the Palestinians and all that? Yeah, I'm sure they'll love us or wherever it is. I don't know. It's in St. Louis. That's what I'm getting. It's actually in St. Louis. Um, no. <laughs> Nelly's shooting his next video there. <laughs> All right. Well, we found her thanks to AOL for broadband, right, J-Dubs? If we wanted a free try, how did we do that? We call 1-800-297-1025, 1-800-297-1025 for a free trial of AOL for Broadband, just for WJFK listeners. All right, let's take a break, come back, and again, thank you um, thank you to Lauren Sutcher. And seriously, if you if you want to just look at what's, what you're putting on your body, go to that website again. Let me give it one more time. She was great. EWG.org slash reports slash skin deep. Bateman, put that somewhere on the forums for RadioHideout.com. She sounded fun. She sounded cute, too. Everybody yeah, wants but I, I would just hate to be sitting there, you know, getting ready for work or something, and have her standing over my shoulder. And that's really bad for you. You shouldn't be doing that. But I don't think she would, because she even admitted that she keeps using that stuff. Hey, what about... But she doesn't use it in the same place I do. What about douches? But you get, and she said that they, they pretty much kept everything, like they didn't get into that kind of an area. But I've heard that douches are really bad for women. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, I guess it uh, flushes out a lot of your uh, your good stuff that's supposed to protect that area. Yeah. You know? Hmm. We should buy a douche and test it. See how it works. And Tommy Bateman's bum bum? Let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, it's the hideout. Uh, 106.7. WJFK. The hideout with El Jefe and J. Doe. Proving even retards can do a radio show, The Hideout. And now back to Infinity Broadcasting's lame attempt at affirmative action, The Hideout. Washington 106.7. WJFK. 
All right, welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. 866-277-4969-866-277-4969. By the way, we do have RadioHideout.com, but... Uh, Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep have a great way to help you choose a car. If you go to WJFK.com and click on the Discover Your Ride banner, you'll find out. I think that's the only thing that's updated on that site, which is nice. Yeah, Go there, click there, click often. In fact, you can link to uh, WJFK.com by going to RadioHideout.com. Because Chrysler, Dodge, and Jeep have a great way to help you choose a car. Go to WJFK.com. And click on the Discover Your Ride banner. Um, it is the hideout. That is, uh, we're all here for you, just hanging out, doing stuff. We want to thank our guests so far, Jessica, Dubs' sister. Yeah. And we want to thank. That was a uh, good time. It really was. And also want to thank Lauren Sucher from uh, uh, the Environmental Work Group. So now it's free for all. So uh, you know, eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Now, coming up, Dubs, we're actually trying to get a lot of things going. Finally, we're, we're depending on others, but we decided, screw it, we're going to start handling things ourselves. And if you go uh, to the website, RadioHideout.com, you'll learn that we've already started uh, taking entries for our first Hideout-hosted video game tournament in which we will have prizes, and we're just going to do it up here in the studio. We're playing EA MVP 2004. If you want to get in, if you think you can play baseball with the best of us, then hop in uh, by emailing us at jfkhideout at aol.com. We already got a few people that are ready to go, um, but we still have some slots open if you want to do this. Email us with your name, age, and phone number. And again, that is jfkhideout at aol.com, and we're going to get all of that going very soon for you. As well as there's a new survey up on radiohideout.com as to which type of game should be next in the tournament. Basketball, combat, football, or racing, and right now combat is running away with it. Something like a Mortal Kombat or maybe even something newer. Because I only do the sports games. So there's probably some new fresh fight game that's out there. I just remember the old days of going to movie 16 and playing Mortal Kombat and then going to watch Ninja Turtles. And that was me growing up. And I'm a winner. I remember playing the uh, Ninja Turtles game a lot mm -hmm. at, a, at a pup pup place. They had the Ninja Turtles game in there. We pumped, I think, $50 worth of quarters one time and beat it. That's right. I do remember the Ninja Turtles. I always played have Mortal all... Kombat, but, yeah, you could be either any one of them. You could have all four of them at once, and all, like, four of us would just stand there and play it. We pumped, like, 50 bucks. And you know what? That, that's what was great about that game, because there were four people there, or turtles, if you would, defending the world against the... Um, the Foot Clan. The Foot Clan. That's right. Yeah. Shredder and uh, Crane. Look at you. God damn, you're a loser. <laughs> so, we're, we have our own four people. What was with Crane? It was that, that brain that he got into that little machine, and it would be, he'd be in the belly of the machine, though, and he'd control it right there. Mm -hmm. I remember wearing Ninja Turtle shirts growing yeah, up. Yeah, I had a Ninja Turtle shirt. I remember going I, to the I, movie, and you know, remember the very beginning of the first movie when they hop out, the Ninja Turtles hop out? I still have the movie. And everybody just started cheering. Yeah. And I even thought then, you dorks. <laughs> and I and I was there to see the movie. Yeah. That's like those were the same dorks who started cheering when Yoda uh, got into the battle in the last Star Wars, and they start applauding when he breaks out the lightsaber. I never understood applauding at a theater, but I even had the uh, 
the the headband thing that go went around your head. I bought it at Rollerama. Every uh, every year in uh, middle school and elementary school, we would go to the Rollerama, and they always had a uh, new little you know toy that everybody who went to Rollerama that day would buy. And one time it was a Ninja Turtle thing, so all you saw was like 60 kids in the roller rink going around in circles uh, wearing the uh, Ninja Turtle. Were any of them black? What? Kids in my school? I didn't have one black kid in my school. So you're probably going to be a little scared during this segment, aren't you? No. We're gonna ha we have uh, a bunch of our brothers on the phone. Uh, no, yeah, now I am going to be scared. Because, I know where you're going with this. Because coming up this week... We will crown the new leader of the Negro Nation. I hear a lot of breathing. We here in the hideout believe that there is no good, uh, definite black leader out there to stand up, to talk about issues. Um, what happened to Jesse Jackson? What happened to Al Sharpton? There are none of these people are out there right now. And so what we want to do in the hideout, because we believe in diversity, we want to crown a new leader. Mantan, welcome into the hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? Hey, if we're playing combat games, no Asian kids under the age of 17. They're too good. <laughs> you really are. Have you ever played against an Asian kid in any video game? Yeah. For real, dude. They're awesome. I, I was watching. I, I was uh, surfing through the Internet, and I found, like, uh, the site of just people beating games. And you could just sit there and watch the whole game in its entirety. And these people would beat, like, uh, the, the, the last Mario, the last big Mario. Mm -hmm. um, All Asian kids. Yeah, this Asian kid was playing it, beat the uh, the big Mario game in a minute and a half, went yeah, through really. it straight. It's like combat simulation for those guys over All there. right, Ridiculous. stop it already, man, Tan. Now, is this what you're going to do if you're crowned the leader of the Negro Nation? You're going to start so. busting on other races? Well, something like that. Dividing and conquering. I also want to welcome Blackness into the hideout of JFK. What's up, brother? What's up, y'all? What's going on? What's going on? You going to be able to make it in Thursday as we uh, we try to, to crown the new king, if you will? I'm there. I got holes in that zip code, so I'll be out there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and also joining us on the phone is Black Albert. What's up, bro? What's up, Hefe? How are you? I'm doing all right. Now, how, how do you think you're going to be able to hang with all these guys? Dubs, how are we going to do this on Thursday night? What have we have set? What do we have set up? Well, we have set up... Uh, we're going to ask you questions that the majority of people would like to know. The majority, I mean the white people, would like to know your answer to. So your thing is about you're going to ask white people questions yeah. of our brothers here, and whoever makes you feel the most comfortable? Not most comfortable, but impresses, <laughs> you know, impresses. Okay. But comfortable is a big factor. Now, is there anything that, like, are you leery of anybody, or do you feel there's a front runner right now? Um. Oh wait, hold on a second. Running on. Let's a second. Running on, running on CP time. <laughs> Matt Albert, welcome into the hideout. Hey, Benny. What's up, Colossus? Hey, Wesley. How are you, you doing, uh, Ducky? Oh, hold on a second. Stop it. <laughs> now this is part of the problem. Is oh. that we get four brothers together to do this, and all of a sudden there's fighting between everybody. Colossus is still a fish. You know what? The uh, the winner of the Negro Nation uh, competition will probably be the one who can bring unity. Now, right. Right. now, are you going to whoever does win? Is it going to be one of those situations where you guys will create a cabinet and you allow other people to uh, to help out as well in case no one of you gets assassinated? I can win that over with four pies. <laughs> all right, guys. So all of you will be in Thursday. Dubs, yeah. are you going to have a panel asking questions? How is this going to work? Um, yeah, we can do a panel. 
Who's it going to be? You, Punani, and uh, Sid Kata. Okay, so the oh three the three whitest guys available. Sid Kata, my chauffeur. Uh, now, hold on a second. This is something I wanted to talk about. Um, Matt Albert, I don't think Sid Kata is going to be able to pick you up. Nobody can pick Matt Albert up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the governor of California. <laughs> now, Black Albert, would you be willing to give Matt Albert no, a ride? No, no, uh, I'll try. I'll try. I don't know if there's enough room in the car for both of us. I'd rather not show up if I have to go with him. Uh, are oh you a guy? Why Come on, Matt. Start walking. Matt, you have to be here. Oh, yeah. yeah, start walking now. Maybe you'll lose three pounds yeah. in that track. You wouldn't be. You wouldn't allow Black Albert to uh, pick you up. Is Matt Albert oh, still working out? Yeah, Matt, are you working out or not? Yeah, fork the mouth. <laughs> what is that? Fork the mouth. That's about it. I heard that, but I want to know if Matt's really working out or not. Ever since the whole debacle, I haven't been able to get back to the gym. Get back over there, you <laughs> oh, What God. debacle? There's something happened. There was a mix-up, but they got it straightened out, and they've even given him more free stuff with personal trainers, and he won't make his way over there. Can they... you imagine going through puberty and never getting to see the results? All right, I feel man's hands on fire. Hey, maybe we should do this after we ask the questions. Why don't we do? Remember that game on uh, that that show on uh, HBO Snaps? Remember was it Snaps? <laughs> why, why don't you guys play Snaps on each other? Oh, I'm down. Oh, yeah, I'm down for that. Black, I'd be the main target. Blackness, you're the one guy out of everybody that I don't feel I really know. I'm down for that. Oh, I, yeah, you don't know me yet. Y'all will get to know me when I'm down there, though. I pre- I'm looking I'm forward to All right, I'm looking forward to this. Why don't we do, a, like, a You Got Served type thing where you guys dance against each other, too? No, because... Oh, nah, that's... that's- that's too mad, Santa, because they say, nah, I can't, I can't do that. No, I understand. I don't want to do any chuck and jive stuff. All right, now we're all at once. This is going to be an unarmed sermon, summon, isn't it? Uh, now, hey, let me ask you this. People are asking, will the panel be in blackface? Is this, is, is, are Sid Kata, Punani, and Dubs going to be in blackface? I'm not going to answer any questions from Sid unless he's in blackface. <laughs> I'm not going blackface, but I got a good hood. No, get out of here, Punani. I know that's how you guys do it in the Citadel. All right. <laughs> All right, Blackness, Mantan, Matt Albert, Black Albert. Hey, uh, Blackness, thank you, brother. We'll talk to you, all right? All right, man. I like all that right. guy. I'm hey. looking forward to talking to him. Mantan, we'll see you, bro. Bye, bye. Oh, man, all right. Take it easy, sleepy. I'll see you on Thursday, buddy. Bye, Coltrane. Uh, I, hope, I hope you can make it up here. Don't put on the sun so we can see. All right. And uh, Black Albert, Matt Albert, I'm looking forward to both of you guys. Uh, I believe. Sleep and beat. I uh, sleep and beat. Sleep and beat. Oh, good one. That's <laughs> Here's the thing, Matt. Seriously, Black Albert lives up that way. He needs to. I want him to give you a ride. Why? I rather have Sid. Why do you? Why do you hate Black Albert? He. He. All he does is. Crack jokes on me for no reason. Oh, no, dude, he has every reason. <laughs> he has every reason. Hold on a second. Dude, I'm just like you, but, like, less weight. Yeah. <laughs> That's not as funny. He's mini-mad, Albert. <laughs> he seriously is. All right, boys, we'll talk to you. Screw you. All right, hold on, Matt. <laughs> Matt, hold on. Matt. What? Now everybody's gone, and we can just sit here, okay? Matt. What? Matt Albert, or Black Albert's going to take you. No. Yes. Why not? I don't want him to take me. I don't want him to know where I live. Why? Why? Because you're such a scary star celebrity? Yes. <laughs> Stop it already. Remember, MattAlbert.com fan club. <laughs> what? Do I have a website? 
It's, right. in the, it's in the, you know. You know what we're going to do? I'll, I'll link it from uh, RadioTreehouse.com. Yeah. You know what I want to do? I want to get MattAlbert.com. And the only thing I want to post on there are the pictures of him going around all the bases. Fargo is my favorite town. <laughs> yes, Bateman. There's also a link to MattAlbert.com on PorterDan.com. <laughs> all right. Beat it already. <laughs> you guys suck. See ya. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the brothers from the Negro Nation. Well, we gotta get someone to uh, cater it. <laughs> Man, Manzan, bring in those Thursdays burgers, bro. That stuff's good. I was telling Fezzy about that place. Mm-hmm. Trying to get him to go in there while we'll I hang out in there. We need pizza delivery people. Yeah, we haven't got any yet. When was uh, when was uh, Chuck from Full Rock and Karaoke supposed to stop by? With Last the... week. Uh, Are there any pizza delivery people listening right now? We're hungry. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, rest in peace, William. If you work in pizza delivery, call us. We want you to be a, the newest hideout pass holder. But only if you bring food. All right, people are asking if we can get extra security that night. No. I trust all of these people. I would let them all in my house. Wendell said he's going to install some bulletproof glass. I told him it's not necessary. You know, Wendell should be on that panel. Yeah. Well, you may get bumped, Punani. Although, you could probably be here, too. Yeah, we can have four. That way you guys feel okay? You feel like it's balanced out? Four yeah. white guys, four black guys? Oh, I still feel a little. And here I am, the lone Mexican. All right, remember the last time you let a black man in here after hours? <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> that, he shouldn't represent everybody. I feel bad. I really do feel bad. I I still I I hide my laptop. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care who's up here. I'm hiding my laptop and my drinks. After you after you, you got, got chained down like it's a bike. After you got slipped some acid. I don't even leave my drinks out anymore. The pizza guy, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's up? This is the pizza guy. You uh you deliver pizzas for a living? Yes, sir. Where do you live? Where what 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 neighborhood are you delivering to? Uh, Courthouse Arlington. Oh, you're all the way at Courthouse Arlington. Nice. Nah, you wouldn't be able to make it out to Fairfax to be our new friend. To bring well, a... maybe I'll do it Thursday. Uh, oh, you know what? I get a little, uh, I get a little uh, early, you know? Uh, you nice. know what? If you want to be our new best friend, you can do that. Bring out the pizzas. We'll meet you. You can win a hideout pass. Congratulations. Hey, why not? Hey, I love you guys. You know? What, what, uh, cool, you know? what, uh, what pizza place do you work for? Uh, Papa John. Oh, oh yeah, I love the Papa John's. I love that. Yeah, the best, the best pizza, man. That's my. I love that. They. Uh, well, you're a good. You're a new friend, pizza guy. Hold on, we're gonna get your info, okay? Sure. All right, the pizza guy. I like that he's got the, uh, the accent. Yeah. I, I like that he has the accent and still listens to the show. You know, it always surprises me when someone with an accent calls in. Mm-hmm. I, I miss our Scottish listeners. Yeah. I love you know what I'm you know what I need a chick with an accent. I know it'd get old at some point, but I'd love to meet a chick that had a great accent, like an English one. That Kate Beckinsale or Beckinsale yeah. or whatever her name is, I can't get over her because she's so hot, and her accent adds to it. And she was anorexic or bulimic or something when she was a kid. Nice. Self-esteem issues. Mm-hmm. And you know what I realized that I really like on chicks that I never I. I never noticed, but the a more I, no, maybe mine. <laughs> um, good teeth, like a chick with a really pretty smile. I never realized how much I like that until I guess lately or something. 
I mean, you know, you, you see a chick with a really good smile, you're like, yeah, that's mm -hmm. someone who takes care of herself. Someone who spent a little money at the dentist, maybe had braces as a kid, cared about her appearance. You know? Yeah, well, I, I like a girl who still has braces. Uncle Ryan, you're on the legs. Stop. <laughs> Uncle Ryan, you're not out of JFK. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Uh, I was just letting you guys know, number one, commenting on that, I, I kind of like to go with the gap in her front teeth. No, don't lie. Are you serious? You like a Madonna look or no? You're just being silly. I'm being silly. Okay. Um, but here it is. I'm going to the Van Halen concert on Friday. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, man. But I wanted to do something for you guys. Hmm. Let's see. You want to jump? Jump? <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking everything from I'm on cell phone trying to get involved with the backstage pass, trying to get involved saying I'm involved with whatever, to big banners with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Something, man. I want to do something to represent you guys at this because I, I don't like care about Van Halen. I'm just going because I got the tickets. I like the banner idea. Um, I, if you could score a Sammy Hagar interview, that'd be great. Um, I don't care about the Van Halen boys. I really just like Sammy Hagar. That or you, you get some, you, uh -huh. pull, you pull some hot chicks over to the side and, okay. um, you know, have us chat with them or something. Do you think they'll still be going around 11? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. All right. And it, The show should be letting out during our show, probably, I would, I would assume. Cool. Yeah. All right. And, cool. and then you can bring us some Cabo Wabo, and we can all party down here. I know what that is. Exactly. Uh, hey, keep up the good work, guys. All right, brother. Peace, bro. See you. All right. Hey, Bateman, get in here for a second. <laughs> I want to talk to Bateman. Yeah. I want to have a serious... We need to have a sit-down. I need to have a serious heart-to-heart -heart with him. Put on the headphones, brother. Take a seat. Sit down. I don't want to sit down. Sit down. I'm not kidding. Have a seat, okay? I want, to, I want us all to feel like we're on the same level. Even though us sitting, we're still eye-to-eye -eye with you and you standing, but whatever. That was so funny. No, it's no, it's not funny. It's true. Uh, yeah. Here's what I want to do. I want to say this now. You are free to go. I know Wonder Boy left today. He's le leaving the Ron and Fez show to move up in the radio world. <laughs> hey. Hey. What? What? Oh. He's independent. <laughs> He's going on the air. Good for him. He's got a beach house. Bro, we could have gotten you on in Lansing. It's at least market 119, but okay, whatever. <laughs> Here's the thing. If you, I, we offered you up today to Ron and Fez. We are telling you this now. We know that you got into radio because of Ron and Fez. You've told us that is your favorite show. You love that show. And you somehow got involved with our show. Yes. They've talked to us. And I want you to know that it's okay if you want to leave our show for the Ron and Fez show. I appreciate that, but I'm very happy here. I'd really rather... Well, I think it would be good for you and your career if you joined Ron and Fez. Because, think about it, it's better exposure. You get. Hey, we're not being heard in Baltimore right now. You would be. Think of, think of all the chicks you could score. From that show. Baltimore's a cesspool. Hey, you already got one, didn't you, from that show? Shut up. Let's not... <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I'm, you know what I mean? I just think you and Dubs working side by side. Yeah. yeah. You get to work with Ron and Fez. The, the, you and the money would be better. 
People how, how look at you better than this. They look at you as an Al Dukes Jr. Ugh. Yeah, that's what I don't want. <laughs> that's what you, you. What are you afraid of? Um, messing up. Well, you, don't, you don't mess up on this show, does yeah. he? I mean, very rarely. I know, but somehow it seems like their producers are cursed. Like they could be. Wonder Boy was named Wonder Boy because he was so good as an intern, and look what happened to him. Okay, but let's not kid ourselves. You have about a billion times the talent that Wonder Boy has. Hopefully. And wasn't Wonder Boy uh, named? Uh, I think Ron said he named uh, Wonder Boy that because Fez didn't like him at all, and it just drove him crazy that he had to call him Wonder Boy. That's that's partly true. Too. Just think about it. You'd be Tommy Bats. And they wouldn't talk about your personal life like we do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you could you could finally you can get a bigger place. You and your you know, you and your loved one. What do you think? How about this? I'd love to hear from a couple of listeners encouraging Bateman to move on to the Ron and Fez show. Move up in the world. Ron says I've hurt his feelings too, so I don't think he wants me because to. Because I think he really wanted you and you said no initially. Why did you do that? I didn't say no. I knowing that you're such a big fan and that it's always been your lifelong dream. Oh, why don't you meet Howard and, and Marilyn Manson in that case? Well, whatever. What what's that have to do with it? It's the same thing. It's, it's if I offered to work with the two of those, you bet I'd do it in an instant. In an instant. Even if I had to pull tape. <laughs> or, or even if Manson wanted me to uh fluff him. Oh. <laughs> Willingly. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <sighs> I mean about you leaving. Who wants to see Bateman go? 866-277-4969. I'm telling you right now, dude, now's the time to get in. Wonder Boy, set the standard down here. And by down here, I mean we're talking down in the basement. You come in automatically. Heads and shoulders. Hold on a second. Fitz, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, fellas? Yo. Hey, uh, Bateman, go, man. I want your job. Ah, there we go. I'm sure people would like to come in, but even beyond that, you know what it is? You think about your run on this show in the hideout. What more could you do? I could do both shows. No, I'm not interested in you doing both shows. <laughs> I think I can do it. I don't think you could, and I don't want you to. Because Ron and Fez, they need their own guy. They already got one half-assed producer <laughs> over there in jobs. Yeah, yeah I, I'm spread thin. Yeah. We don't, they don't need two people spread thin. But you well, can do I'll, it. I'll you, step in. you book guests, the whole thing. Fitz Bow Wow News Hounds, thank you. We'll keep, we'll keep you in ha uh, keep you in mind when uh, Bateman goes. Should we call Ron right now? Is he probably sleeping? No, nah, he's probably up. How about Fez? You have their numbers, right? Th don't you, Dubs? No. <laughs> no one trusts me with numbers. Yeah, this is gonna be kind of uncomfortable. But let's get Wonder Boy on the phone. Ugh. Wonder actually, Boy, Wonder Boy was actually on his side for it. Actually, I talked to him off air, and he said, "Yeah, actually, I don't think he'd be a very good fit." He said that to you? Yes. You know why? Because you'd make him look like a dumbass, like the dumbass he is. I mean, I didn't say that. Dubs did. He'd come in running circles around him. I didn't say that either. Cam, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? Nothing, man. I want to see Bateman go so I can take his spot. And Everybody then, wants your job. Everybody, who knew that this was even a uh, a job that, uh, that would be sought after? I'm telling you, you guys can make a contest out of it. See who would fill his spot. I'll take it. I, I'm there. Well, I think he already has that contest on Sunday mornings. Who can fill a spot? <laughs> Thank you. Everybody just wants you to leave. 
How about this person, Mantan? I think Bateman should stay, but at the same time, he should go because uh, he doesn't really, he's not bold enough for this show, not for this particular show. And you know, let me say that too. It's constantly, you're running out of here like a little girl. We can't, we can't talk about stuff that you do on the air. He cries about bobbing for apples and no stunts you, you know and all who, that stuff. You know who I'd love to have in here? Mantan. Mantan produced this show. Oh, man, he, I don't has, know. He has to pay I'm, a few collectors off first. I'm, see, I'm still addicted to school, Joe. That's all right. Every, how are you going to pay it off if you don't make money? Yeah. How come well, we, actually, I just picked up a... 30, 38 caliber, and I'm going to get paid right now. <laughs> it's a witching hour, baby. All right, see ya. Every time we try to offer him something, he says no. Who would you get to fill in for Bateman Sid. if he left? Sid Gato? Sideshow. No. I don't know if I'd go in-house. I don't think I would either. I'd try to get someone outside of the building. Marco, you're on JFK. Hey, what's going on there, Jose? What's up, bro? Hey, good, good. Hey, I want that job, man. You too. Yeah, well, let me tell you why I would fit the job. Because I actually have a local talk show on WBR Fast Radio, and I'll be willing to work my ass off for you guys. And you're right there with Gavin, aren't you? Yeah, Tommy, Tom Gavin has his show on Wednesday. I actually have my show on Wednesday also at 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. So I know I could help you guys. Uh, does Gavin have a better slot than you? Yeah, he does. <laughs> it sucks. I know. What can you do, man? What can you do? It sucks, but hey. All right. Well, hey, we'll, we'll take your info, too, Marco. Yeah, definitely take my info. All right, brother. All right, man. See ya. Hang up on him, my boy. No. I want his info. Yes. WBR is on TV. It's not even internet radio. Hey, look, our thing is, I took Tommy from as a listener. I feel like we can mold talent on this show. You don't have to necessarily be in radio. This is a farm league. It is. That's what the hideout is. And we're telling you, you can go up to the majors now. You have the chance to go to the show with Ron and Fez. The, the people that you've always wanted to be with. Oddball, did you have something that you wanted to say, bro? Yeah, I wouldn't mind taking Tommy's job. Get out of here. That's great. <laughs> you make ten times what Tommy does. Sad but true. <laughs> Probably not. Tommy, you'd be a real dumbass not to take this. Well, apparently that's what I specialize in. And I don't know if they're offering, but here's... I don't think they are. They may be, but here's the situation. Judging from talking to them in the hall, that didn't sound like they were real interested. At least you should put in. Yeah, at least you should put in. And if you don't get it, just think of how much we can laugh at you. That you're stuck with the hideout. Whatever. We you, all win. You can book them porno Dan every other week. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> we, we could like... And just think Fred the Hair Genius wouldn't have to do much when he comes in to do your hair. Yeah. <laughs> High and tight, baby. <laughs> High and tight. Sounds like a Corner Dan weekend. Oh. When's he coming in? I don't know. Not soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck, you're in the hideout of JFK. Hey, what's up, dog? Chuck from Full Rocket. Hey, there he is. What's up, man? Oh, hey, man, I, I was going to come bring you the pie and the wings on Friday. Oh, cool. That's the first thing. The second thing is, any listener that calls in and says that they want that job, they suck, okay? Mm-hmm. Agreed. That, that being said, you, uh, you guys looking for anybody? Uh... Actually, <laughs> actually, we may be, Chuck. We'll interview you on Friday. How about no, that? Actually, no, you can't do that, man. I'm on, I'm on my way to the DCM, man. I can't, I can't be. Uh, oh, that's right. Juggling that. 
That's right. Uh, Chuck's doing a whole thing uh, as a stand-up comic. Oh, now. really? I didn't even know about that. Yeah, he's all the way up to the improv now. Nice. Good for him. All right. Uh, hey, uh, we'll holler at you. All right. Hey. All right, hey, Chuck. Send me. Uh, send me. Uh, you know, schedule. I'll go. I'll go check you out sometime. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. See. You. See you Friday with the food. I'm hungry, Howie's. Well, Bateman, as you see, people want you to stay because <laughs> they care about you. Yeah. I, I wonder why they care so little. I wonder if two people drilled into their head that they're not supposed to. What? Well, maybe. Actually, I take the back. One person. Right, he has this whole thing where he says that he's funny, but I don't laugh at any of his jokes. Matt Albert noticed it, too. I said, hey, was that thing I said funny? He's like, yeah, but Hefe just sort of squashed it. What does he mean squashed it? He's just what? like, whatever, never mind. What, I'm supposed to sit here and laugh at your jokes all the time? <laughs> some of them are bad, but some are good. Wow. So you expect Ron to do the same thing when you join the Ron Fez show? No, that's a step up. Oh, I see. Oh my, was I supposed to laugh at that? No. Was that supposed, to be, supposed to be offended? By was it. that supposed to be hilarious? <laughs> Sean, you're on JFK. How are you stealing my stuff? Yeah, what's up, man? This is Sean. I also host the show Global Dance Radio over at uh, WEBR. Place <laughs> Tom Gavin and the other guy. And Marco. Yes, yes, hey, man. You, you got to get Eeyore out of there, man. Let me come in there. I'll bring some life to the party. Yeah, you think? Oh, you know what? And that's the thing I've heard about Bateman, too. He does bring the energy of the show down a little bit. I heard that from Cameron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's definitely, definitely an Eeyore. But, um, yeah, man, I'll come in there. All right, maybe we can do this. Thank you, bro. We go play some dance music. Uh, Canada, you're on JFK. Yo, happy man, you guys rock. All right, stop lying. But what what else is going on? I'm saying hi, man. You know, Canada likes you guys. You guys are a good show. Thank you. Good. Thank 5, you. Five thousand, man. Hey. Five thousand. K Dog, you're on JFK. What's up, fellas? What up, brother? <laughs> Yo, man, your boy should go up with Ron and Fez, and you should let me get that job. I, why don't we add K Dog to the uh, Negro Nation? I, he, I don't think he wanted to be in. What? Did you want to be in the whole debate, the crowning of the Negro Nation with the other boys? Nah, man, I wanna, I, I wanna give him a chance. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the thing. That's what he's looking for. I'm, yeah, whatever. And in, and in the way, he's like the ambassador, K Dog, if you will. It's yeah. not even like he's the president or the leader. He's got this special ambassador relationship with us and Giant. That's that's too much work for me. <laughs> Yeah, for real. I can hook y'all up with some plantains or something. <laughs> hey, man, 5,000. Right, 5,000. I like that guy. Matt Albert, you're on jail. I want the job. No, you don't, because you don't, you don't have a license. You live in Frederick. I give you a free gym membership. You can't even go to that. Stop killing like my jokes. Three miles away. <laughs> and do you really think I'm killing his jokes? Sometimes. You just call him a moron and you make him leave. Exactly. Because they're not funny. MattAlbert.com. Stop. <laughs> what's that site linked to? That would be great if MattAlbert. RadioTreehouse.com. Finally, we'd have a funny producer. Put it in there. All right. Bateman, as you see here, we all welcome you to go on. I have your resume. I'll pass it on to Ron myself with a little handshake saying, this guy, this is the guy for you. He's the one that can turn things around. I tried to get him to go in there and talk to him about it during break. And why wouldn't you? I just didn't feel all, comfortable at the time. All shtick aside, Ron and Fez, they're the reason you wanted to get into radio, right? Yes. Would it not be a dream of yours to work on their show? To be able to work and learn from it's them? It's one of those things where it's like if the dream does come true, it's maybe it's not as good as you thought. It might be a letdown. What if I hate it? Hmm. I'll tell you one Plus, thing. I, I never really dreamed of actually working with them. I was like, doing something like that sounds like it would be a lot of fun to do. I think you should work from them and learn from them. 
I did. Yeah, we learned a lot from them. That'd be great for you. How about this? Maybe you just fill in. I'll, I'll they fill find in. somebody. I'll fill in. Again, I'm just giving it away. I don't even know what they want. Yeah. I, I, I seriously don't think Ron wants me around. But I think you should put in for it. Just put in. Would that make me your boss? No. <laughs> Are you sure? No. no. Because even when I had that job, it wasn't. Dubs doesn't have a boss. No, I don't. Alan, I'm my own boss. Alan isn't even Dubs' boss, and I can tell you that with all sincerity. I, in fact, I see Alan avoiding Dubs <laughs> just because he's afraid he may have to talk to him. I need something like that. Yeah. Let's take. You, a, you can learn from me. I do that with life. You can. You can learn from me. You know, just uh, walk around with me, and no one will bother you <laughs> ever. It's great. Oh, hey, there's Dubs. This way. Come here. Keep the promotion people away from me, please. Let's pretend like we're talking to Mick Williams. <laughs> here comes Dubs. I'll just, you can find me at Dave Joy's desk all day, just listening to his jokes. All right. Well, there he is. Congratulations, Bateman. We're going to miss you. I'm not uh, gone yet. Uh, we're hoping. Um, July July 2nd is going to be your last Ain't day with the hideout? Uh, say I do leave. Who knows who they're going to stick you with? I know. Sideshow. No way. Trust me. We get to pick our own people. Sideshow.com. We're picking our people. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. Fidel.com. It's the hot. Oh, my God. I swear. <laughs> I swear I'd just leave the business if I got stuck with that son of a bitch. Actually, maybe somebody knew something. They, uh, they IN'd me two days ago. I'm not kidding. They said Fidel's coming back. What? I swear to God. I just ignored him. Back where? To the hideout. Producer. Maybe they knew something. Beat it. 106.7. Show's over, JFK. We'll be right back. The best minimum wage can buy. And broadcast school has really paid off. Tied out. LFA. The most important Latino broadcaster ever. Got a big f*** I don't know how this little man, this little fat man get all these women, boy. I don't know how he do it, but he does it. <laughs> it's a name. LFA. On the, the bank account, one of the above. Perfect. <laughs> I thought you the big that gets the most. J-Dubs. Man, if I don't f***ing sit here in my apartment in the dark and f*** off to internet porn tonight, then the terrorists have truly won. Shout the hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. And welcome back into it. I am LFA. That is J-Dubs. It is 106.7 WJFK. Feeling good. Are you? Yeah. You uh, you seem like you're doing well over there. By the way, our buddy Goth DJ spins at a club, uh, a goth club. Yeah. And I wanted to go spin him, see him spin this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering if like a group of listeners wanted to get together, maybe head down with me. Um. All right, this is getting out of control. What's up? This whole job thing that I'm leaving, I'm being forced out. Now, now someone's here for my job. Okay. Who's here? We just uh, we found out in the last. We just had people stopping by for my job now. <laughs> How's it going, man? What's going on, fellas? What's your name? Kevin. Kevin, I'm Hefe, bro. Nice, nice to, meet to meet you, man. Good to meet. Don't get too comfortable here. Yeah, well, um, Dubs, man. Kevin, so nice we, to meet you, Dubs. What do you uh, What do you do? You got a better radio voice. I'll tell you that now. Yeah, look who's talking. You're already ahead of the game. Who's Hefe? Only thing I'm worried is he looks a little bit too much like me. Yeah, it would be kind of a. Uh, I'll grow the hair. Don't worry about it. I'll grow the hair. He's bald. I need you to grow the hair out and shave your goatee. <laughs> I think we can do that. Um, so you stopped by to interview for the Bateman job, Absolutely. Huh? I actually just got off work over in uh, Alexandria. Where do you work? Red Lobster. Do you? Yeah. Nice. How do yeah. you show up empty-handed? 
So, I, well, I, I, we need, I was on my way home. And thanks I heard. for stopping by. We need we need cheesy biscuits. Yeah, uh, cheesy biscuits can happen, guys, I promise. And what is it about Red Lobster? We're like... To me, that's like going out. Like yeah. that—that's that's top of the food chain. I've never been to a Red Lobster, actually. Ever? You've never, never been? You don't like seafood? Oh, I love seafood. Do you really? Yeah, but you know, I just never been to a Red Lobster. See, I can dig on the Red Lobster, although a lot of times I'll do uh, the steak potato thing, but I'll always get the black and fried, uh, fried um, catfish, mm. and then the uh, fries. And the uh, the catfish is a little bit money, I have to admit. I got it. Definitely is. All right, now I'm hungry. <laughs> God damn, now I'm hungry. Hey, let's talk about you. So uh, what do you, what makes you qualified for the job, do you think, other than the voice and the look? Because you look like a radio guy. You already got the uh, the, the Hawaiian shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you fit that. right in. I was going to say, so I'm uh, fat and ugly, is that what you're telling me? Hey, welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know if you've looked around. In fact, Bateman, you don't fit in because you're neither, well, you're fat. Oh, you're not fat. Um, I, man, I can, you can see the ugly part. <laughs> How come girls never call you back, Bateman? Why do you wait on a Saturday night for all the girls to call you? What happens there? Hmm? I love that little smug look on your face. I wish everyone could see that. Yeah, it's true. You look at me like, like I'm a chick and you want to bang me. Uh huh. Is this one of those funny things I'm supposed to laugh no, at? No, I'm saying being serious. All right, here's the thing I want you to do. I want you and Kevin to have a funny. It's Kevin, right? Yeah, absolutely. Have a funny off. You guys be funny. Whoever's funniest gets to stay for the rest of the show. Oh, Great. <laughs> Who's funnier? Tell me a joke, Bateman. I don't have pre-prepared material. Why not? You're a producer, aren't you? No. All right, knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting Kyle. Not Interrupt. this. We heard this on Dynamite. I know. It was hilarious, uh -huh. wasn't it? Well, you can't. That's the thing. Uh, you, thank you. Yeah, thank you. You can't steal material from me. Oh, all right. That's all right. rule number one. And it was the best of two. Even though Bateman steals uh, girls from other shows. Shut up. Now, um, if a certain girlfriend gets left behind, you are you going to move right in there, too, or what? Possibly. Yeah, she did look pretty hot last time I saw her with the new boobs. Yeah, that was great. You know what we're talking about, Dubs? Oh yeah. Give Dubs back the mic. <laughs> what are you talking to me? God damn, man! You're always it's, don't do that. Don't do what he's doing. Promise, I will never do that. Stop in the show. Don't be working here. <laughs> um, now you got a you got a girlfriend and stuff, Kevin? Yeah, I got a steady girlfriend. How's that going? It's awesome. Yeah. We have a beautiful relationship, absolutely. Is she going to get mad if you're in the radio and you're talking no, about her? definitely not. What does she look like? Uh, she's about 5'6", and she weighs about 135, and she <laughs> has uh, dark curly brown hair down to her shoulders. And she, she looks like anybody gorgeous. famous? Um, Would you say? No, not really. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've, I've actually tried to, to peg her as somebody. Where, um, where could Dubs and I touch her? Wherever you want. That's a good answer. Yes, sir. That's a good interview answer. Punani. Yeah, will she get naked for the show? I have no chance. Definitely not. I'm sorry. We're going to have to let you nice go now. We appreciate you. Don't <laughs> it's call been us. a pleasure. Don't call us. We'll call you. We are EOE, but... And uh, we'll go from there. All right. Well, hey, man, thanks for stopping Absolutely. by. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. And um, leave your resume with Bateman. Will do. Definitely. Actually, leave it with Oddball. Yeah, Oddball won't burn it. Yeah. I was going to say, will it ever get to you if, it, uh, if I leave it with Bateman? Like, please? Oddball is going to really pass it on to you. He's wants the job, too. That's good. I like people who want to be a part of this show. Who knew that people wanted to be a part of this show? Yeah. Bateman says he no hates one, the show. No one wants to be a part of the appearances. <laughs> yes, we said it, friends. <laughs> and the meeting place. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, yeah. brother. No one nice appreciate it. Later. You betcha. Nice meeting you, man. That's a good dude. Punani, es escort him out and get his uh, resume, please. <sighs> oh, by the way, P Punani hasn't bought in for the job yet. I don't know, he has too much going on. It may interfere with the DC United.
<laughs> Might interfere with the bakery. Um, we're back at the meeting place this Friday night from 9 to 10 o'clock. They wanted us back there for the final qualification for the karaoke night, the trip for two to Mazatlan, Mexico. And you can also drop your resume out there, too. Yes. That's what we're going to You know what? That's not a bad idea. Let's do resume drops. Where we sit, How about this? We send out Bateman, and Bateman has to collect the resumes from the people that are going to follow him. How about this, too? We have to make it an either-or. Here's what we're going to do, Bateman. I got Sideshow's resume ready. If you put in for the Rana Fest show, which we think you, you have to, because this is great for your career, if you don't get the job, you, come, you can't come back here. So it's all or nothing. It's almost like a reality show. Yeah. Can he do it? <laughs> Would you be willing? I think you can get the job. I don't think there's anything to worry about. But if you leave, if you go off to apply for another job, you can't come back here. I mean, you just can't. We can't trust yeah. you after that. Oh, yeah. You can't take failure. No, because then you, you you can't do that. I mean, who's to say you can book us another person from uh, a, a nonprofit? What? Are you excited about this? You and your new job opportunities? What? I wish everyone would just stop talking about this. What What's going to be your first move when you uh, go be, uh, as a producer running fence? Get into Dump Guy. <laughs> See, I laughed at that. That was funny. You're part of the show, not part of the uh, radio station, so you have no control over that, sir. Mm -hmm. What else would you do? Who, who would be? Who do you think you could pull as a guest for them right now? Do you think you could get anybody big? Uh, I, possibly. I think I would have more of a chance. Somebody not with UFC, though. Yes. Like who? Like who have I booked from UFC? I don't know, but I know that's who you're always offering up. No, I'm not. I offered <laughs> it one time. Who'd you offer? I didn't get Joe Rogan. Why didn't I get this offer? Uh, it? it was years ago, and Fidel was like, no, we don't want him. What? I said I didn't want Rogan. I don't care about talking to him. What am I going to talk to him about? He's got some stories. I don't care. <laughs> He's affiliated with that stuff. Dubs and I will get him for Ron and Fez. <sighs> yeah, do that. That'd be cool. I bet they're not interested either, but whatever. So you're leaving when you're leaving? July 2nd? Uh, possibly, and then uh, July 3rd and 4th, I'll be at the gangbang with PornoDan, PornoDan.com. And look how you'd be moving up in the world. You'd be able to get plugs in uh, not just D.C., but uh, Baltimore as well. Think about what it could do for your relationship with your best friend. You know what else? Who? Oh, PornoDan? Oh, okay, that's your best friend. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I thought it was Matt Albert. Mm. Or Mantan, the way he calls you and IMs you all. I know, right? No, he he doesn't even have a computer yet. He just texts messaging me every 50 seconds. <laughs> so mo, man, Tan. Come on, brother. He's like, did you see Porno Dan was in the newspaper? I'm like, yeah, I saw it hours ago on this thing called the Internet. <laughs> He's like, it's a fad. It's going to pass. <laughs> see, and look, you can't take any of our characters with you. Oh, I'm taking all of them. Matt Albert. He's going to be big on Ron and Fez. He's going to be big like wherever he is. Yeah. Well, that was too easy. Yeah. Yeah, well. When we both go for it, we know it's an easy one. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I um, maybe we should throw Bateman a going away party. I'm gonna take Rev Nine, and the strippers. Book them, book them for our going away party for you. Nah, not interested. Then they'll be uh, old for Ron and Fez. Nah, it's a different audience. We'd be pushing Brooke down steps. <laughs> That's gonna be great. Goddamn you! An hour ago he was like, no, I'm not gonna do it. Now he's booking the, you know, settling out an entire month. I'm with thinking him. about it, settling in. You're gonna give him Bowley. You're just gonna recycle everybody that's in your Rolodex. Bowley, crack whore confessions. 
You just could get all everything from RadioHideout.com? Yeah. And Julia Bauer. We're going to have the the woman from the, the, the Craigslist thing where she trapped the cheating husband. The New York Post lady? Yeah. That would be great. We're going to have Rearview 2 guys on. <laughs> hey, that wasn't yours. <laughs> yeah, we did that one. That was before you. It's all shared. Hey, um, actually it is. Um, let me say this, though. At this time last year, you were nothing. You were just like everybody else on the I am, just I aming the show. And, that, and that's what the beauty of this is almost, Dubs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He was just a listener. And not to say just, but when you consider being a part of the show and then listening to the show, and some some, some about him. I invited him in. He came in with uh, with prepared game shows and stuff. Which, by the way, we haven't had one since. <laughs> yeah. We don't have anything to give away. Yes, we do. We always can make stuff up. <laughs> We can always sign something. Trust me, in Lansing, we signed stuff, and we're, or we gave away absolutely nothing. Shafee did that where he had Caller 9 is absolutely nothing. People went crazy for it. And they love it. They just love being a winner. In fact, right now. Man, I don't want to steal it from Shafee. Wouldn't that be the first time? All right. So here's the thing. Uh, by Friday, I want the uh, good guys, girls in here. And we, we say, how about this? We'll say goodbye to you this Friday. That way you have a week off. <laughs> and then you come back strong for, you know, yeah, the rest of us. Even though they're on vacation. Yeah. Well, you have to be in here to run best stuff. <laughs> that's, part of your, that's part of the gig. I think I have to take a two-week vacation first. Just think, you're making all that money. You need girlfriends. Your life. Seriously, that's going to be good for you. Good for the show. Our show. Your show. If people even miss you, I can see the people are saying, don't Bateman, don't go, don't go. We're going to miss him. You'll miss me. You're a star, brother. Congratulations. Let's hear for Bateman. The new producer of the Ron and Fez show. I think on Fridays, we're going to have Bumble 40 Friday on Ron and Fez. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry to do that for you. We're going to have Mantan do it. <laughs> Mantan will be doing it. And every uh, every first of the month, we'll check in with womenagainstpush.org. Yeah, we're going to do a movie night with them. <laughs> Joe, that's what you're going to do? That's that's what you're bringing to the table? Yeah. Hey, guys, I was thinking about this bit. I don't know if you guys have ever done it before. Big ass night of fights. And yeah. I came up with that one, me, Tommy Bats. I think I, I am drawn that a long time ago when they were in New York. And I Shut think up. Just... Now you're just lying. <laughs> you're like, pretty sure. Such a dumbass. Thank you for reminding me. I gotta write that down. <sighs> All right, brother. Big ass night. You're beaten already. Right. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm sick of you. <laughs> the whole hour's been about you. And like I wanted it that way. Well, you're the one that put in for the job, begging for it practically on the air. The I was recommended highly by Alan and Cameron. I love how you were like, yeah, go ahead, take them. <laughs> and more I thought about it, I was like, yeah, go ahead, take them. It's okay. But it'll be all right. There's love. We loved, and you know what? They already got dubs, and it's the whole thing. It's going to be an easy transition for you. You're going to make a lot of money, too. Great. Be painting the town red with Porno Dan and his friend. All right, yeah, I'm bored of you already. <laughs> God, I'm serious. I tell you what, just quit this show. You don't even have to take that job. <laughs> Punani, congratulations. You're the new producer of The Hideout. My ass. <laughs> I'm the only guy that's not going to take this goddamn job. I know you're the only one that doesn't want it. You just hang out. There it is, The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I'm El Jefe. 
That's J-Dubs. Thank you to his sister. Thank you to uh, Lauren Sucher from Environmental Work something or other. EWG. Environmental Work Group, I think. Something like that. Uh, EWG.org. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Tommy's a virgin. Tommy's a fag. 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 Tommy's a virgin. Tommy's a fag, 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 Tommy's a virgin. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J Dub. This is Red Smooth, Washington Redskins. Tommy's a fag, Tommy's a virgin. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes, I be smacking my hoes. Tommy's a fag, Tommy's a virgin. Not interested. Tommy's a fag, Tommy's a virgin. Right there.